Ideas Inspired Information Podcast Powered by Loke Enterprise Here's your host, Braxton Holly Welcome to another episode of Ideas Inspired Information And we're here on a Friday Yes, yes, yes we are It's your Friday fitness fix I'm here with your trainer Joe What's up DJ, how you doing today man? What's up, what's up, another Friday man I'm excited, we got some good stuff to talk about today Yes sir, yes sir So we're talking about your basic exercise myths and misconceptions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're gonna Ooh. keep it light we don't want to hurt no feelings we're just gonna kind of give some basic information just so that we know we all can do a little bit better yeah because um we all can do a little bit better of course of course so let's dive in head first all right let's do it man so uh, myths and misconceptions about exercise i kind of want to break this up into groups so i'm gonna start with my fellas Fellas, don't get mad at me. I'm trying to help you out, all right? Yes, sir. <laughs> so first, I want to talk about us fellas and how we like to kind of go heavy and weight probably a little bit faster than we should, um, especially when we're trying to work these biceps, work this chest out, you know what I mean? We're trying to get ready for the summer, beach body, all that good stuff. Um, <laughs> so going heavy what that does to your body when you're lifting weight that is too heavy for your muscles you're going to injure the ligaments that are attached to those muscles i'm sorry you're going to injure those tendons that attach those muscles come on now um all right so when you go heavy you're going to affect those muscles ligaments tendons and all that good stuff because your body really just can't handle it those joints really can't handle it um two you're creating um, bad patterns. So, like you've heard before, the saying uh, "muscle memory," right? Exactly, exactly. Right, right. So, muscle memory essentially is the link between your brain and your muscles, your neuromuscular link. Uh, when you lift heavy and kind of do all this compensation and shoulder hiking and all the crazy motions that aren't really intended for that particular exercise, you're creating bad patterns or um, bad movement patterns for your muscles joints and bones what that does is create pain later on in life and essentially like you won't be able to do the things that you want to do that's why i'm always about longevity quality of life do it right and then you can go up and wait so working on our muscle patterns going up and weight gradually taking our time to build muscle and not explode muscle exactly you go in hop in the gym lift 300 pounds you've never lifted it boom you're out for another six weeks Exactly. Take your time. Take those six weeks to get to a higher max number. If if you're going for a max number, maybe you're just toning. But if you are building, just take your time and get there day by day. It's all a process. Heavyweight doesn't also necessarily equal big biceps and big chest either. Like you can definitely kind of supplement your workouts if you already have an injury and you kind of want to stay away from that with doing other exercises that you know don't necessarily cause for heavyweight. Exactly, exactly. I don't. Hey, man, you gonna have me looking like a, a magazine model by the time you. Get I mean, we trying to we trying to get you GQ shouty. Like, what's up? Hey, hey, this this will soon be the number one podcast in the world. <laughs> Very soon. And visually, and what's what's the word for um hearing wise? That's not hearingly. Acoustically sound. Oh boy, and they call me a DJ. <laughs> acoustics on point. The acoustics are on point. Ladies and gentlemen, trainer, Joe. All right, so men, take it slow, day by day, and don't forget your legs. 
you don't want to look like a spin top. You go have a date, and it's the middle of the summer, and she's never seen you with shorts on. And you're walking around with pirate legs. Y'all remember, y'all remember Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob? SpongeBob SquarePants. I ain't never seen him do a squat ever. No, but he does do those curls in his bitch breath. I mean, he be curling, you know what I'm saying? Look, fellas, all jokes aside, train your legs. Train your legs, train your butt, train your core, all that stuff. Because the superficial mm. things that, you know, you think about, Take like back, biceps, core, you know, want to plow down, plow down, get all these girls on the beach. But you're not thinking about the long run. You don't have um substantial way of thinking. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um Take a couple episodes back. We'll figure out. We'll tell you how to motivate yourself. But right now, like, lift your legs. Lift with your legs. <laughs> train your legs because once you get 65, train your core because once you get 65, you're going to need those muscles that are have started to decline because usually I'd say age 55, maybe even you start atrophy around 40-something. Um, for male, so you're going to need to build that muscle to take you on to those golden years. Because if not, wheelchair, uh, broken legs, knee replacements, all that good stuff is in your future. And I'm not here to like make you feel bad about yourself. I'm here to motivate you and get you out out off the couch. Yeah, he going to get you right. Also, can I just say from a woman's point of view? Uh-oh, you know who that is. If you are not training your legs, I just want you to know like that is not sexy. That is not cute. You you may can lift a woman with your arms, but can you walk her through a door? Or can you walk with her after lifting? I mean I'm just saying. I don't know what she got on her mind, y'all, <laughs> but uh Yeah. I, I, I think I, I get I her point. I think I get her point. Essentially it's like you can lift with your arms, you can carry, but can you really put put it on your back and really make it happen? Well, DJ, with that being said, I have a, a small issue with this here. I actually, my favorite um, exercises are actually leg exercises. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how much I do them, how heavy I do them, my legs don't grow. Now, I'll keep increasing weight, I'll get new maxes, mm-hmm. they'll get stronger, but they just won't grow. You know what, man, and... I hate to tell you this, bro, but it's genetics. Simply genetics, man. Well, like, what I would tell you to do... Stop doing upper body so I don't look like a spin top. No, 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 no. Train your body as if you were training, you know, regular. Do, you know, do your core, do your arms, do your back, body, you know. Do everything. Uh, our genetic makeup is not perfect, and sometimes we just don't get the things that we want. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some people will never have a six-pack, mm-hmm. and some people will never, like, you know, have calves. I don't have calves at all. Like, my, I got little calves, you know what I'm saying? But my quads are straight. Yeah. You know, I, I just I train my calves all the time. No matter how much weight, how many reps I do, they just don't grow. They're very cut and, you know, lean and everything. That's probably what you should go for more rather than size. You know what I mean? Cut them up, lean, you know what I mean? Well, they don't have any problem with doing that, man. But they exactly. Just, they See, just it's all grow. genetics. You probably have more fast twitch fibers than anything. You have different type of fibers which kind of creates a different type of muscle tone also. I just keep them strong and watch them stay the same. 
Uh, DJ, my legs been this size since high school. As long as I, I do more. I did then and now. It could be a bunch of muscle tension too, right? Yeah. yeah. Stretch. Okay, I stretch. PT in the room, y'all. PT in the room. I keep stretching. That's my boo. The only thing that ever grows is my stomach it goes out, and then I say no, 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 and I get back <laughs> in. But see, you. Once you get, okay, so these people that have the big legs now, like me, later on in life, I'm going to have to worry about getting this shit, getting this stuff off of me so that I can move the way I want to later on in my years. You ain't going to have no problems with that. Yeah, but you what if what I, mean? what I already have goes off as well? It's, with your diet, are you cutting or are you bulking? Yeah. That goes back to nutrition. I'm staying full. Now I will say, I will say, Braxton is he's he's straight on his nutrition. Maybe you need to focus on your macros, like we talked about in the exercise or diet episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because that's a big deal too. Okay. Well, I'll keep um taking my advice that I've been given and continue to stay this size. <clears throat> Um, no pain, no gain. Yes, 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 yes. So, fellas, there, especially in football culture, there's this huge misconception of no pain, no gain. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you feel pain, ignore it, push through it, don't address it. And if you do address it, you're not elite and less than, so to speak, than your athletes who would. I would like us to get away from that thinking because that's not right. <laughs> um, one, because we're setting ourselves up for injury. And if you're really trying to go long in sports and really trying to make a, make a career out of it, the more as your injuries stack up, the less likely you are to go pro. So that's one. Two, uh, just in regular life, regardless if you're trying to go pro or not, like, I'm pretty sure that the common person would just like to not hurt when they're exercising mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or to not hurt like in life period. So let me explain what pain is, so to speak. And we're not talking about muscle pain or normal um, exercise pain when it comes to soreness. Um, Janissa, I know you have something to say about uh, overexerting yourself when it comes to muscles. So we're going to get Give me a second. I got you. So, um, She's going to say a big word, y'all, and it's, <laughs> it's going to start with an R. Um, but, yeah, so let me talk about pain. When you lift and you hurt, when you lift after you hurt and it's like an unnatural thing not relating to muscle pain or soreness, there's something wrong going on with that connection like I was talking about before um, when the fellas go heavy, that neuromuscular connection. That pattern is off. You may have created a... Um, a bad pattern and now somewhere somewhere in that motion you're you're hurting you know what I mean you gotta fix a muscle that may not be firing off the right way you gotta get a ligament out of the way that's slipping over some sort of bony landmark something's going on in there that you have to take care of or your pain will eventually get worse and move on to another body part um, for instance Unc, I love you I love you, I love you, I love you, my Uncle Mike. He is a, a former Marine, honorably, honorably discharged Marine, um, and he has had 
uh, knee pain for the longest. Every time he goes on a run, it may flare up on him. Every once in a while, we go out, you know, vacation type stuff, walking forever. Um, he has definitely addressed it, but maybe not to the point of where um, we can just kind of completely knock it out. So now he has hip pain, which has hindered him a lot as far as what he wanted to do with his what he wants to do with his grandkids mm. the dogs and uh you know just daily life quality of life is important y'all it is very important um now he has back issues my uncle is the most one of the most athletic guys that i know and uh actually admire his athleticism growing up and seeing that he could go work out and do his thing and you know like be healthy mm -hmm. um so that goes to show, like, you really have to pay attention to how you're moving, what you're moving, how heavy it is that you're picking stuff up, and all this good stuff. So I told that long story essentially to say movement matters. The way you train your brain to train your muscle what matters. You learn, your, your brain learns, and your muscles learn the same way. So just, as, just like you're trying to teach a child to read a book, you got to teach your muscles to move the same, the right way. Well, DJ, thanks for that story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll go a long way for a lot of people. Um, a quick, small question before we get to the, the tough subject at hand. Um, with, like, your hips, your knees, your back, those are really important pieces uh -huh. to your body. Exactly. And it's important to train the... The flexibility, we can go back to episode one, flexibility and mobility. Mm -hmm. If you train your body as far as stretching those parts of your body consistently and keeping them um, in proper form, that will help you going on later on in life to not hurt because they haven't just gotten tight and been hanging out and not been used. Mm -hmm. um, just just an example, if you, if you don't use your, if you don't stretch your hips, properly then you're gonna have hip pain and I hopefully none of us in here know what hip pain feels like but that's not that's not a part of your body you really want to hurt you you gotta walk in order to be able to do everything else your legs gotta move efficiently so exactly and imagine having that hip pain for X amount of years and never really adjusting it just mm -hmm. accepting it as a part of your life and then eventually having to deal with the back. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, in my opinion, no way to live. And I would suggest you figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm on board with that. Um, just in case you all need some workouts to take a look at, um, see how to stretch, how to uh, do do mobility and flexibility exercises, um, and, and even just your workouts. Trainer Joe. At, on Instagram, Trainer Joe Twenty, exactly. Joe Fitness. Um, you can follow me, but they are his workouts and yeah. So um, I be Holly. Definitely go and follow the pages. Go back and watch this episode and all of the other episodes on YouTube. Um, now let's tackle the tough cookie in the room. What can we do to help the women, ladies? I love you ladies I love you ladies but um there's some trends that I see in our in our um American culture that kind of has gotten us to think that exercise is 
certain types of exercises are a hindrance to the female body and what they kind of want to put on display as far as their physique goes. Um, so you may have already kind of guessed that I'm talking about lifting weights. I'm talking about lifting, resistance exercise, pumping iron. <laughs> so um, a lot of a lot of ladies out there think that when they lift, if they lift, if they do those compound exercises, if they do those Olympic exercises or deadlifts, they will get bulky. They will start to look mannish and kind of look like they'll kind of fight you if you walk up on them type stuff. So, exactly. They're very good, yes. So, um, ladies, that's not true. That's, that don't happen. Um, if you train the right way and if you lift, like, certain reps and sets, of course, like... You can train for that type of muscle growth and maybe take some other stuff that, you know, as far as um, hormones go, which I won't even go into that because some women do do stuff like that because they love to lift and want to have that kind of. Okay, so um, ladies, my all natural ladies, you have estrogen in your body. That estrogen, um, we don't really have so much of. Men, you have estrogen too, but we don't have a whole bunch of. Yeah, very low level, very low level. So that estrogen and very, very, very low level of testosterone in your body it won't allow you to grow facial hair, won't allow you to grow uh, chest hair and stuff like that. And it also affects your workouts differently from men. So when you lift like men, you won't necessarily get the same results as far as bulking and stuff like that, like men would. You actually get some great benefits. Uh, resistance training is a great alternative to cardio. If you hate cardio, I still suggest doing cardio. But you can kind of trick yourself into not doing it if you, you know, get your good uh, resistance regimen going. Um, those hormones that we were talking about, we actually can boost those levels and make sure that everything's all good as far as your reproductive systems going your lymph systems going blood circulation cardiovascular all that good stuff so i would say lift like crazy and you know the the results will come just make sure you got good movement patterns you don't want to be like the fellas and don't lift too heavy looks like my girl here has just joined us come here give me a kiss give me a kiss and this is Maurice right here in the little corner. I think he's hungry. I think he's so, hungry. I just want to say with the lifting heavy, that is absolutely true. You will not get bulky unless that is something that you're shooting for and you take external resources in order to make that happen because you just doing it by yourself and not taking something like a steroid will not produce those looks. I, myself lift in the gym um and it just depends on what i'm trying to do whether i'm trying to bulk or whether i'm trying to like cut and like shred down a little bit on if i lift heavy right now i am lifting heavy and if you've ever seen a picture of me i do not look bulky at all maybe after i eat but (laughs) no 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 (laughs) do not look bulky um And like we said in a previous episode, the gym is not the only place that you have to go in order to be in good shape. I used to take a pole class, and I don't know, for the guys that have been to a strip club or for the ladies who have been to a strip club or something, those strippers are strong. 
strong because as hell. They strong as hell. Is hard. You are lifting. I know your I couldn't do it. Body weight, essentially, that is good. Like calisthenics, being able to use your body weight, and that's a different type of exercise. Doing calisthenics, just doing body weight exercise, you don't even have to lift. But my rant to some of the ladies that I do see in the gym, and this is not all, but some, when you're only working leg day. So we have guys that only work arms, and we have ladies that only work legs. Ladies, I know you want that beautiful Beyonce booty and the hips and the thighs, and I know that's the look right now. But you still need your arms. You still need your abs. You don't need to buy these things. You don't need the silicones and all that. You can build your body how you want to, but just don't neglect. I mean, waste up. Don't neglect that, because I see a lot of people neglect. I appreciate you. Mom, you'll get it. Lord have mercy. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, work your whole body. Don't neglect it. Treat yourself to a good workout, a good full body workout. But that brings me to a uh, our next next uh, topic, ladies. Um, so, how do you feel about this? I have heard a lot of women that will really, really focus in on their diet and take a super extreme diet, whether it's like I'm going to go on a keto diet or no meat or you know whatever this whatever it may be. So whatever the fat is. They zoom in and try that for like a month or so, and they're like, well, I don't need to do exercise because this is just going to take care of everything for me. Um, I feel like nutrition is a very important factor mm -hmm. in your journey to get health mm -hmm. and a healthy lifestyle because this is not just a trend. You want to do this for a lifestyle. I think nutrition is important, but I feel like all the fat diets that are in, like the keto diet and paleo diet and stuff, and unless it's something that you're like committed to, like being a vegetarian or a vegan, you just nope. solely don't want to eat animals. Um, the diets, I believe, are a trend. They will go, they will come and they will go, but the ultimate goal should be to eat in moderation you don't have to cut out a lot of things if you eat in moderation very true very true very true um some very good thoughts and ideas on that i i like that you said that definitely diet should be a priority i believe it should be a very first priority and then fitness um abs so, are made in the kitchen abs are made in the kitchen absolutely absolutely and it takes i want to say for don't quote me on this now. I want to say for men, it takes about 17 to 20 percent body fat before you start seeing abs, or four to 17 percent before you start seeing abs, and 17 to like 24 for women body fat percentage. That is in the kitchen. You can't you can't work like you can't spot reduce fat. Exactly, exactly. Doing a thousand crunches will not yield you abs. Just it sure won't. You know, DJ, that's interesting that you say because uh, my body fat is at like nine, but my abs come and go, and well, that's that's predominantly at the bottom half because, you know, I, I do like food, but um, you may need to uh, 
So check on your gut health. And I also um, skip some workouts here and there, so we're not gonna talk <laughs> about that. Um, but as far as when it comes to focusing on your diet and not worrying about exercise, great that you're focusing on your diet, but you should definitely, in my opinion, still do some sort of exercise, whether it's low impact, low cardio, just the bottom of the barrel, like you ain't doing nothing but walking. That's fine. Do some sort of exercise because Joe Fitness is all about quality of life. Quality of life, Joe Fitness. Joe Fitness is trying to get you on into your 75-year-old years where you can still sprint and run around. Well, maybe not sprint, but where you can still keep up with the grandkids a little bit. Joe Fitness, old age running. So, <laughs> so like I said in the beginning, you're going to need that muscle tone later on in life. You're going to need those strong ligaments and bones later on in life. So exercise because that's the only way you're going to build any sort of muscle, any sort of bone density. Ladies, ladies, ladies. So uh, moving on to the next uh, topic, our third and final topic. So we first of all, let's take a little recap. First, we talk about you ain't going to get bulky if you lift. Uh, eating right is cool, but lift also. When it comes to, you know, uh, exercise period, walk, run, do what you got to do, but just exercise also for those later years. Third and finally, lastly, let's talk about uh, exercise and pregnancy. Um, I think a lot of people kind of end up stuck in a rut after they kind of have their baby because um, they've gained so much weight during their pregnancy and it's like so hard to get it off once the baby actually is born it's kind of like a uh, defeating process so to speak i've never been pregnant and i wouldn't even know you know where to start on how that I feels not, so man. yeah i know right so janissa can you chime in on that like I know the science behind it, but I think it would sound better for someone who has actually been pregnant before and birthed this beautiful son, son right here. Um, yeah, Maurice is sitting in her lap, y'all. Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. So, like exercise during pregnancy? Yeah, exercise during pregnancy. So, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start with the the common misconception is that you can't really do a lot of exercise while you're pregnant or while you're carrying the baby. Um, a lot of women just kind of think all you can do is walk. So that's kind of where I'm going to leave it. And how do you feel about that? So I think that is a common misconception. Um, but in my research and also while I was pregnant, I was told that whatever I was doing before I became pregnant, I can continue to do. Exactly. There was no restriction on what I could do unless it was, you know, like drinking or something like that, which I didn't do. But if you are going to the gym and you're working out and you're lifting and you become pregnant, you can still go to the gym and work out and you can continue to lift. Only in the third trimester do they recommend that you do it in moderation. So if you're squatting 200 pounds in your third trimester you you might want to drop down that weight just a yeah little don't do that bit. don't do that don't do that dropping down just a little bit but i feel like and also i i can attest to this if you do continue your exercise before pregnancy and during your pregnancy after you have the baby it's much easier to get the weight down because your body knows that this is not i mean that weight is coming off 
it was only gained just for the health of your child. So once the child is out, the weight is coming off. Mm. Easy. I think I went back to my original weight maybe a month after I had Mari's. So then after that, it was just toning. Okay. A lot of insight there. I learned a lot. Yeah, me too. Because, um, yeah, we, we don't have babies. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't make them. So, um, yeah, exactly. Just to kind of reinforce what Janissa said, that is exactly what they taught us in school. That is exactly kind of what I've read um, here in uh, recent recent times. You can do whatever you have been doing before you got pregnant while you're pregnant. Just up until that last trimester or to the third trimester, I'm sorry, um, is when you need to kind of cool it down and kind of go back to your power walking and maybe not lifting as much weight. Um, so hopefully we have kind of helped a lot of women out there and kind of figuring out their way and where they fit in with this fitness world. Uh, so we covered the men. We've covered the women. Braxton, what we got next? Well, looks like we need to cover both yeah. as a whole. Yeah, so let's talk about some like general things that may apply to women and men. And we're not saying that the things we talked about earlier couldn't apply to either or, but this kind of like a... a um, generalized? Yeah, like this is just like a generalized thing that we've seen in the past. So, moving on to both men and women and, you know, anything in between. Um, so, number one, misconception number one. A lot of people think that exercise can erase bad eating habits. Meaning, no matter what you eat, how you eat, when you eat it, as long as you exercise, you're good. No. Wrong. That don't, that ain't. You see Ooh. how she laughing? No. No. Uh, no. I'm laughing because I did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the culprit. And you know, when I was younger, I did that too. I remember, Aunt Denise, I remember telling you, I'll start worrying, worrying about my diet when I get older. And I was so wrong, and you tried to tell me. But it took me going to college and somebody else telling me. So I'm sorry about that. But um, You know what it normally takes for your metabolism to slow down? What? I'm still for waiting on really, mine to slow down. Yeah. Oh, really, like, yeah, like when yeah. you're younger, your metabolism is really high, so you eat what you want, exactly. and you work out, and it's fine, and then it slows Start down. slowing down on you, like ooh. <laughs> and then you're like, oh wait, I'm I'm actually gaining weight. Like I can't <laughs> drink like I used to. <laughs> All right, so yeah, exactly. When you're younger, we're 100 miles an hour, good to go, eat whatever, and we we can pop up, we're good. Um, but it don't quite go like that as you get older, so. Let's think about the damage we do to ourselves. Like, okay, because this is a, a silent a silent killer right here. This is a slow race, a slow game. Cardiovascular health is very important. And you can't see a heart attack coming. You could be presumably, presumably healthy. And, um, you know, you could look healthy. But have terrible... I think he meant presumptually. Presumably. Looking at <laughs> look, okay, looking at me, you can see that you know I look like a healthy human being, adult male, right? But 
I could have terrible cardiovascular health. My blood pressure could be through the roof. I could have plaque all in my arteries right now and would never know it because of, you know, me thinking that I'm going to worry about my health when I get older in age when essentially me at this age, I'm this way because everything I've done in my past. And that's built off your diet, right? Builds off my diet, exactly. Cool. Well, I guess that's why I like fruits and vegetables, huh? Exactly. I'm so thankful that my parents kind of set me straight on how to eat. Like, you know, I, I kind of go astray sometimes. I like to hit McDonald's every once in a while, but mm-hmm. as long as you have the foresight to know that you can't eat this every day all the time when you want it and you can't do it three times a day like you gotta like moderate yourself and figure out what works for you and do that shit I agree I agree man um everything is it's bad if you do it too much and you can do anything too much you can eat well if you eat the same thing over and over that won't be good for you but Everything you can eat is too much okay. or something healthy. Exactly. Definitely. Everything is okay in moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, not like hard drugs, but y'all get what we're what yeah, we're going that at. That if you if you go and get you a hamburger sometimes from the fast food joint, that's okay. But don't go get one every two or three days. Maybe pick up one once a month because you're hungry. You don't have time to, you know, stop, cook, or, or you know. You know, life life happens, but make sure you're continuously fueling your body with the the right vitamins, the right minerals, fruits, your vegetables, um, your your correct meats, the things that you need properly to improve your your stomach health. So there's this thing called uh, intermittent intermittent fasting diet, and on that diet you have a binge period and a fast period. So during that binge period, you eat whatever you want well not whatever you want but you eat as much as you want during those particular hours and then during your fast period you don't eat anything at all but drink water Um, usually I suggest to my clients who are trying to lose weight to work out during their fasting period because your body has its natural process its natural processes on how it makes energy and how it burns energy we're talking about physiological level here so the normal processes of when you burn energy, so you have sugar goes first, and then your carbs, and then your fat, I believe. So um, sugar burns up fast, and if you don't have enough um, blood sugar in your blood, or I'm sorry, if you don't have enough sugar in your blood, then you use that up, going straight into carbs. If you haven't eaten anything in a while, or if you are during or in that fasting period, then Cars burn up quick and you don't have anything left but your fat deposits that have, may have built up over time. So now you're making energy out of the fat that you are trying to get rid of. Essentially losing weight and toning your body and being a great, you know, fitness person. <laughs> so what do you think that working out on an empty stomach does? Is that good for you? Is that bad for you? What's, what's the best way of going about it? So, yes and no to lifting on an empty stomach or working out on an empty stomach. If you at any point if you get lightheaded, dizzy or, you know, you just kind of don't feel right during the exercise, you need to stop. You need to drink some water, 
very slowly. Don't just guzzle down some water. You need to kind of cool it down a little bit because that's your body telling you, hey, I don't have enough. I am on E. I'm on my reserves right now. And essentially, I'm about to pass out. So you really need to gauge kind of how you feel. So if you don't have sufficient sugar, carbs in you already, then definitely eat something before you work out. If um, you're not at your ideal size and you kind of want to change that, you got to do a little more than just your standard exercises. You got to go out, do some cardio, do some running. And if you can't run right, right now, walk 10 minutes a day and tomorrow make it 15 and continue to increase. Continue to build cardio around your, your workouts in order to get to that desired size. And the last thing, uh, the last myth, misconception, whatever you want to call it, is abs. We kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but um, Janisa said it best. You cannot spot lose. You can't just pick a spot and lose from that particular spot. Ooh, look at my posture. You can't say, hey, I want a six-pack, so I'm going to do 500 crunches a night. That's great, and you you do have abs, and you'll strengthen those abs, but it won't do anything of that subcutaneous fat that's on top of those abs. You have a layer of fat that's on top of your abs that's usually just there for protection, insulation to help you stay warm and protect your internal organs. Um, but when we get eat, 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 and go overweight, that subcutaneous fat grows, 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 and of course you can't see your definition of your app so what you need to do is more so change your diet and focus on cardio um and full body hit exercises resistance exercises um just kind of get you a good mix up mixed up program to lose that weight and cut that sub subcutaneous fat while still building those core muscles maybe we've uh, motivated you today to exactly to go out and be your best self um Stop Stop sitting around moping about, hey, I don't have time or coming up with excuses and just go out and do it. I know it's going to hurt first few days, first week, first two weeks. It's going to hurt. It's going to be tough. It's going to be different from the norm. But you got to understand that the better days are coming and the better life is coming. And that is my last little soapbox just of the day. So, you know, take it for how you leave it. Take it how you want it. Whatever, whatever. We are through. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us here on your Friday Fitness Fix. This one's a little longer than your normal, but we came with a lot of information today, and we want to be able to help you the best way we can. This is your Friday Fitness Fix. I'm your host, Braxton Holly, and this is your trainer, Joe. DJ, sign us out, man. Appreciate y'all coming, listening to what we had to say. Hopefully, we ain't hurt no feelings. If you have any questions, I'm an open book. Janice is an open book. We got a lot of information now. All we want to do is give it to the world. I always say, educate, motivate, excuses I just can't. Let's get it, y'all. I love it. Have a good week. See you next Friday.